Welcome to Passion Groove. This is a podcast for all you football and music lovers out there. Enough about us, I'm more concerned about you. You've got this far and you're still sat there doing nothing. Come on, get yourself involved. This podcast is sponsored by Beer52. There's a whole world of craft beer to be discovered out there and the team at Beer52 are helping you to taste them all with their monthly subscription. This subscription allows you to choose from a box of all light beers or a mixed style box. This also includes a tasty snack and their famous ferment magazine. All the lads here at Pass and Groove have a subscription with Beer52 and would highly recommend you all to join the adventure into unique craft beers, which also includes some exclusive beers that you can only find at Beer52. To subscribe and for more information, click the link in the podcast description. Cheers, Groovers. Right, okay, so we're back on the air again with yet another Passion Groove podcast. Uh, we're coming at you with another twist as well. Um, we've got an original member back in the mix as well, which I'll, uh, I'll slowly introduce, the, self, the self-proclaimed, sorry, brains of the operation. Um, but as normal, I'll introduce the lads. Obviously, it's myself, Nath, uh, joined by Hodge. All right, big man, you okay? Not too bad. And Con. Evening, boys. And it's a return for one of the original members. We've got uh, Gibbo. How are we, mate? Hey, how are we, boys? You're okay. Not too bad. Not too bad at all. It's good to have you back, son. Good this to have you back. A complete disaster. <laughs> you know, it, right? It, it, go, go on, Gib. Go on, Gib. Take it away, mate. <laughs> no, no. I, I just thought sitting back, sitting on the sidelines for so long since the second ever podcast, I thought I'd get myself involved. Yeah. <laughs> and you will <laughs> right okay so those of you who have listened to our last podcast uh, will know we're doing a bit of a meet the lads type of thing at the moment uh, and next up in the hot seat um, is our social media manager no, uh, no, no we don't say that <laughs> oh, no. don't tell anyone that that's completely, right, we'll, that, we'll, that, that's completely we'll anonymous cut. that account podcast collection <laughs> we've got Matthew Hodgson how are we Hodgie I'm very good, thanks, Nick. Uh, excited to be in the hot seat today. Uh, after your p- stunning performance last week, I'm uh, oh, fantastic. I'm totally looking forward to it. We've had some good reviews, so I expect that to go completely downhill this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, as you know, we normally start with how you first got into football, but what I want to know with you today is what is your first memory, in or out of football, of, like, in, sorry, playing or not playing football, of football itself? Um, ooh, actual first memory, probably the first game I went to. I don't remember it very well, um, but it was a Wrexham game. My dad took me took me there um, at the race course. It was against Brighton. We were actually in the same league, believe it or not, back then. Um, wasn't that uh, hockey stadium, was it? No, it wasn't an away game. I don't go to them. We've established that. Um, yeah, the uh, night game at the race course against the Brighton, the Seagulls. I remember them being called the Seagulls. I reckon I was about three, three or four. So, um, yeah, other than that, that is that is my first memory. I vaguely remember a picture of Ronaldo in the 2002 World Cup with his hair 
Remember that all that all oh, you were yeah. playing for Wrexham then? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> that was Hector Sam. Um, <laughs> no. But yeah, right, so, uh, and that's I've got that image in my head of Ronaldo with that haircut with the fucking thing on it. Two thousand two World Cup. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think they won it that year as well, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Did, yeah. yeah. So. Was that when Rivaldo, when uh, that Turkish player kicked the ball at Rivaldo's knees and he went down holding his face? Yes, at the, cor- was, at, the, at, the, at the corner flag. I think yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, right, bringing so... some knowledge to the table there, Gib. <laughs> he did say brains to the operation. Didn't <laughs> <it>? <laughs> so, yeah, we'll, we'll kick it off back, back as normal then, mate. Um, how did you first get into football? Uh, well... Well, I moved to the Wirral when I was uh, about six, so I hadn't played football before then. Uh, I've, I've come from mainly a cricket family. I'll get probably get onto that a touch later, but um, I hadn't played football before then. And then I joined Haygarth. Hey, you know, Hay, was in Haygarth. Well, I think it was Haygarth B at the time, but whichever. With a few lads from school back then, and uh, yeah, it was about six or seven. Just just carried on from there. Really started out as a striker, believe it or not. Um, Jesus. Yeah, scored it. Used to score goals. Uh, hold up, you, it could, you couldn't have been pacey. It must have been hold up. Uh, just poaching. That was all it was. Pure poaching. <laughs> Natural sort of knowing where to be. That was the thing. Like, uh, a, like, up, like a young Nikita Yelovich. Pretty much, yeah. I probably looked like him as well. Um, big nose, etc. Um, but yeah, I think I scored 16 and 18 goals in consecutive seasons. Not that I was counting, but... Um, yeah, that, that, that's they were my first few years. We played played there until I was, uh, well, we were Hagarth until I was about ten, when then we moved to a team called East Brom. We split off a few of the lads from school. Uh, we split off to make a team called East Brom. Those, are, if anyone's listening, and obviously remember them uh, from that time. But yeah, they that was that was good memories. That that was how I first got into it anyway. Um, like, going back to Hagarth, I remember having a conversation with you like. Quite, quite a few months ago about now I, I've, obviously people around here will know like of a young age Hagarth used to have like quite a lot of teams didn't he so yeah. you'd have like the bees the wasps now there was the a bit of like it and the drones it, yeah yeah, the there drones. you go <laughs> the Hagarth yeah. drones yeah there was there was them four when I was playing for them yeah and I, I feel like it, that team specifically had like it was almost like an, a C B and A team now, what was it like at a young age? Was there like much sort of competition, even though it like at that young age of like being potentially like getting dropped from like say you were having a, a stinker for the first like the A team or something? Are you trying to make me cry, Ernie? <laughs> <laughs> no, I start. I start. It's probably my first, you know, actual rocky moment in football. Do, oh, how how interested are you? Do you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we've had lads on this podcast who've been released back Liverpool, you know, etc. Uh, yeah, Jester. I was in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, half bees, I was in. Uh, scored a few goals, but obviously wasn't wasn't quite up to the, the levels at that time. And uh, the managers pulled me and a few of the other lads aside, and we weren't playing that much, so um, it was well, it was probably better that we we dropped down to the to the wasps. We had the bees, wasps, and the hornets. They were the three teams in that in that order kind of thing of supposed ability at that time, even though it's you know difficult yeah. to sort of tell at that age. But that was what it was. Um, so yeah, and then I moved into they got moved down to the Wasps, and there we was probably playing with a few more closer mates there, perhaps. And then um, 
actually playing a little bit more, being able to actually get on the pitch a little bit more, and that that probably helped in the long run. You know, instead of sitting mainly on the bench and that, it was nice to to play a bit of football properly. But that's that's on a personal level. But yeah, because they were a good side. I mean, you're talking a good side. They were fucking eight nine. Seems silly like, about how you said about how competitive it was. Um, yeah. They, you know, they had a good setup. They had some very good players and some players who've gone on to be good players as well. Um, you know, they, they weren't just good at that age. They've carried it on. So, it, yeah, there, there was that, that competitive side, especially, you know, it was a bit of a, not an eye-opener. I, I don't think you really saw it as that at the time, but when you look back and you think I was eight or nine, ten, being told to play for the team down below, it was, I, you, you sort of take it in your stride at the time. You probably don't think too much of it, but when you think back, it was almost a bit like, whoa, is that really? Yeah, because, I mean, I know you just played it down there and said, like, but, I mean, it's no... It, 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 I, at an age, no matter how young it is and no matter what level, if you're getting told and you, you're about, I, like, really, you're just playing football for fun, aren't you? To then get told that, you you, you know, you, you're not good enough to play for a certain team and you've got to drop down. Yeah. I don't, I, I, me, but, I, personally, I don't know whether that's, like, a positive thing for kids, me, because that could just kick it out of the game, couldn't it? Do you know what I mean? Would, would you would you say it set the tone for the rest of your footballing career? <laughs> what a continuous downward step. That, that, that was the highest level of play. That that under eighteen. Um, nah, That's eh. when you enjoy football most, though, isn't it? Really, like yeah, yeah. That so that what you sort of said there in terms of you know did it sort of affect me in a way? At the time, probably not. You know, I I went and played a bit more football instead of sitting on the bench for most of the games you know it was yeah like even then uh, you could sort of I mean, you don't really know what's going on at that age but it's it was nice to just I enjoyed just going and playing a bit of football and l- luckily there was a, f- a few of the lads who they d- they sort of did it at the same time I was close to in school so we all went together so it wasn't that bad it wasn't like I just got kicked out on my own I didn't get kicked yeah. out I still because occasionally I did still go and play a game for the bees you know it was all part of the same club so if they were ever short and really, really needed a player, um, they, 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 they really needed a striker. Yeah, goal scorer. <laughs> they specifically asked for. Um, he said, "Yeah, but uh, yeah." So, yeah, it wasn't at the time. It wasn't a major thing. It was just go and play a bit more football. And I can't say it ever. You know, I don't think it would have ever affected me in the long run. Not that yeah, I bothered you playing football and that. So no, you, know, you, t- like you touched on then. So obviously, you've had that with Hagarth. And then well, it was a bit of like a split-off team, wasn't it? Like, I remember it was one of the lads' dads, wasn't it? Steve, who's sort of made his own club. Steve, yeah, right. Yeah. Ryan Ellison's dad, Steve Ellison. We've mentioned him on the podcast before. Where, we did, came... where did the name come from? I always wondered, right, because I was playing for the great, a, a former team of Nace at the time, Opal Hawks. And Ryan's dad came and watched us once. And after the game, we asked... Uh, Steve Croft, the Steve Croft, who was the manager at the time, who, who, who were who, who were them two, them two people, and they said there was some team. Um, they've made some team called East Brom. So go on, elaborate. I just thought, yeah, throw that in. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, they were just sort of. It was the it was Hagarth Wasps effectively. Um, that moved away from we just split off from Hagarth. I, 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 again, as you say, I don't know how they came up with the name East Brom <laughs> United as well. It sort of fits in quite well. United. Yeah, East Brom United. I, I couldn't tell you where Steve came up with it, but it was absolute genius idea. Um, but yeah, uh, so we split completely just split off from from Hagar. I don't really know the ins and outs as to why it was more sort of you know, 
the manager's decision, etc. Right, it was one of them. You just we it was pretty much my sort of school year at that point. Lads from my school that played, so we split off and we yeah we went and, we went and did our own thing and it went pretty well. We I think we stayed together till they were. Steve did until he was about under 16s, maybe. So, which is, under, yeah, under 16s. Lovely so. kit. We had a few lovely kits, yeah. yeah. Um, navy blue. The Pro navy Star, blue, it was. Blue on it as well. We had one, navy. yeah, with the light blue uh, sleeves. That was quite, that was quite nice. Yeah. Were you still, were you still, um, were you still sort of leading the line there up top? Oh, <laughs> no, I think, I think I gradually just dropped further and further back as my career has gone on. Probably due to it. Up a bit, didn't you? Uh, yeah, yeah, that might have been that season, you know, the first season we, we were at East Brom. Um, I can't remember exactly now, but it was one of the first, it was the first or second season we were at East Brom. Yeah, I had a spelling goal um, and a threat. Goal? Yeah, and goal, Jeez. yeah. Well, my dad was a keeper, so I'm, I, do you know what? Do you know what? Actually, sort of, I think back now, if I'd have actually stayed in goal, I might have actually been half decent. I'm probably not tall enough, like, but um, yeah. I was actually a pretty decent keeper, if I say so myself. At that time, um, I think I won like manager's player of the year or something. Um, when I was the season I was in goal, but anyway, um, yeah, I enjoyed going in goal to be fair. I had a game, I'll tell you a strange story. You played, do you remember that Boca Juniors? You know, when you mm. play in a tournament and it was like you know, I'm six aside tournaments, Boca Juniors. Yeah. Go on, let me guess, was it a team full of academy lads? It was crew academy. Oh, yeah. right, okay, it was, it was, <laughs> it was up crew or um. Wrexham, Wrexham Academy players would always play in it as well. It, it, this one, this one, I'm pretty certain was Crew Academy, and uh, and I was in goal for this tournament. And I, you play like 16 minute games or something, don't you? And I reckon I made 20 saves in <laughs> in 16 minutes. And I, I genuinely that that sounds like exaggeration, and it probably is to a touch. But I had an absolute blinder, and, uh, and save left. every 40 seconds. That I mean, yeah. When you think about it, I've probably I've probably haven't got my numbers right there, but. Um, you don't need to tell us how many goals went in. Just the one. Just the one. A deflected goal about a minute from the end. I couldn't believe it. What my dad said. Um, he half expected a call from Crew at some point that week. Just because <laughs> genuinely they were his words. Ask him. Um, I'll get him on. But yeah, just because of just because how well I played that game. But um, yeah, I, I, I was if I wasn't in goal, I'd be I'd move to sort of left wing at this point. Must have been for my pace again, presumably. Um Oh, maybe because I was the only left-footed player in the team. <laughs> um, it's probably more of that. But yeah, I, I had a good year in goal, and then uh, yeah, I just I couldn't really. I, I was just bored of it. I, I doing the same thing so often. I just wasn't. I got bored of it, so I decided. I said to Steve, I must have done at some point. You know, I want to come. I want to come back upfield and 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 have a go up there. And yeah, I, I moved up again and and tried my luck. So that that East Brom team, from what I remember, obviously I'm a couple of years older than you, but I remember seeing you at a few tournaments. Just a couple. You had you had you had some team, didn't you? Yeah, we had a few good lads there. Um, as as I said before, it was uh, it was mainly lads from sort of our year. You know, Ryan Ellison, Steve Sonny was the captain. I don't know why. And um... <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, lad. That, sorry. He, does, he does he does he does hold. A massively loud clap in his arsenal. He, do, he, he <laughs> does. He does clap loud. Very, no, very <laughs> big voice. Yeah, yeah. And um, we had a few good lads there. Um, and it's still mainly Hagar Foster, the large majority. And then, um, he likes a, 
uh, Jack Vicko, Liam Street. At the time, we were all sort of decent players. We had made a decent go of it, considering you know we were a complete sort of pull off from from Hagarth, and you know I'd imagine the sort of finances that playing for a club like yeah. that, like an actual club with a structure kind of thing can can give you. We were just on our own, so we made a good go of it in that in that sense. We, we competed with with a lot of the sort of bigger clubs on yeah. the world, you know, at a junior level. So I think um, that goes under the radar sometimes, you know, like how expensive it actually must be oh, yeah, to just yeah. run a football, t- like even like a junior football team. Like, I reckon you're looking at like four figures a season for like oh, yeah. pitches, equipment and, and all that stuff. Yeah, and I mean, we had a few sponsorships, obviously, I remember, but not nothing major. And you don't, you probably don't appreciate it at the time because you don't really understand it, do you? Um, yeah. You know, that probably go for everyone at, at that age. You probably appreciate it more now, you know, like when you're playing Sunday League, that how much money sort of goes into it. But back then, you didn't have a clue. You know, like pitch yeah. fees and, and kit costs and everything like that. You, you had no idea. So, uh, it was credit there to, to the, the fellas who sorted out Steve and um, Andy Ashton, I remember, helping as well, Jake Ashton's dad. Um, yeah, credit, credit to them for each brand because they kept that going for a number of years. And, we were, you know, we were competitive. We, were, we, were, we weren't bad. Um, I can't remember if we particularly won anything, but we were a bunch of schoolmates who managed to sort of, you know, make a bit of a go of it. Oh shit! Now, so are you are you edging now into high school, or are, you, are, you, are they still sort of primary school years? Um, yeah, I suppose we would have been. Yeah, we we reached Brom through through all of high school as well, and we started to attract a few better players. And Tom Oliver came back, who was it? He went to our school, but he was always probably. He was in the Higgoff B, so he was probably a bit better. And uh, anybody ended up coming back, and then we signed a few more here and there. I'm trying to think of names. It's fucking hard. It seems like ages ago. Um, but yeah, so we're trying to trying to sort of do that. And yeah, we've started playing school football as well, so you're introduced to that a little bit more. That's um, what I was going to get onto, to be honest, mate. Because football, your yeah. team have probably got the probably most successful school team of South well South Wirral, where where. Where, where we went, Mike. If you want to talk us through that, and uh, we'll I bleep out, we'll bleep out South Wirral before we. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> you don't want to give them any credit. <laughs> yeah, no, no, um, no. But yes, uh, well, I was, I was quite lucky. I've, I'm quite open in, in saying this regarding the school team. I was quite lucky to be part of sort of a, a very talented sort of year. Um, you know, the, some of the players there, Connie Hugh. I mean. It might not mean anything these names to some people listening, but Connor Hughes, Robbie X, you know Phil and Carmo, and you know, George Jones. You got some phenomenal footballers there. And um, we yeah, were playing outra- for like outrageous. Some of them weren't me. Yeah, like, like genuinely, and uh, and I was quite lucky in the sense that I I was probably the worst player on the team comfortably throughout the whole. And that's not me being like self-deprecating. That was just like I I always sort of thought that in the team. Um, I was always in there through someone else being injured and something like that. I just managed to slot in, and I think I think the teachers liked me. I don't really know why, but um, must have done my homework or something. But uh, but yeah, we we had a good team. We had some good days out there. We played it uh, well. Prent. We got to the World Cup final in in year seven. Played at Prenton Park on an app. And I mean, you, you say it must be a privilege to play at Prenton Park. It was, of course. Um, it was an absolute sort of dust bowl by the time we played on it. <laughs> It was like a sand pit because it was in close May. Close your ears, Don. Close your ears. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, I hope Tram there aren't listening. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, the, but 
it was what was it? it would have been after the season, so May. I remember we got the we got the I think it was like ten o'clock in the morning in the final. So, but yeah, that was a that was a good that was a good sort of thing to to, to have on your sort of list. You know, I've played at Prenton Park, playing at a proper ground. Um, it was a good experience. You know that Hodge. You, you know, right, you mentioned the pitch there, right? But you know, playing at because Prenton Park what holds eighteen thousand. It's a, it's a massive stadium, you know. Best facilities on the world. Is it a bit gutting when you get there? And is the pitch like? Because I've seen like our school year never actually got to a final, but you see pictures of other school years, and the pitch is genuinely like. Obviously, it's the end of the season; they've left it. Yeah. But it's yeah. genuinely shocking. Like, it, yeah. was it like? Was it? Was it a bit like? Oh shit! This isn't actually as good as what I expected it to be. <laughs> I mean, it was. It, yeah, I spe- not really. No, I don't think anyone ever sort of thought that. I know. I see what you're saying, but I, end of the day, it was. I mean, you're there, we'll, aren't you? Know, we'll get on to what we event, what the team actually did, because you sort, you almost forget about the Prenton Park game a little bit. But, um, I'd imagine, I'd imagine once you get over the the thought of breaking your ankle in a sand bunker, you kind of like, just, <laughs> yeah, you try and enjoy the occasion yeah, a bit. They're like basically the, once the season's finished, they're letting you just start the process of digging up the pitch. Yeah, yeah, effectively. <laughs> yeah. It always, always looks dead nice, Brendan Park, at the start of the season, doesn't it? Yeah. It always I, looks I, dead. I, I wasn't trying to like, like dig them out as such. I mean, I was trying to dig myself up most of the game, but um, <laughs> but that was just the case. It was the end of the season, and there'd been a few finals there, of course. And you know, they don't as soon as the, season, the professional season's over, they're not. I'd imagine they yeah, exactly. go on yeah, yeah. gardening leave, so um, <laughs> I can't imagine they do much to it. Terrible. <laughs> Delete that. And, uh... I think it's quite offensive. You're trying to imply there that Tramia Rovers' first priority after a season finishes isn't Southwell High School versus Pleasanton. I think that's <laughs> I think that's quite really. I, I'm I, I'm okay with it. I'm okay. But yeah, Southwell Pleasanton was the final. Um, I I came on. And we, I started on the bench. I wasn't, I mean, I was always, you know, a bit part player in the school, but I was, I was very much part of the team. Where were you playing at this, this part? You uh, want to know where I came on? Where did you, where did you come on? Uh, 10, 15 minutes to go, 1 0 down. Good goal was about 10 yards offside, by the way. And we had linesmen. Um, absolute travesty. Uh, I came on, it must have been after a, a bit of an, you know, maybe a few goals, a few long shots. I came on right wing. Um, <laughs> well, to cut in, cut yeah, in, cut, cut in on me, cut in on me left, um, <laughs> try and get a few pot shots off in the in the sand. Uh, Riyad Mahrez style. Yeah, literally Riyad Mahrez. <laughs> um, that was it. So yeah, it came. I didn't. I, I think I may have touched the ball about three times, but but yeah, you know, it was nice. It was nice that day. Sort of had a few family members in the crowd and that, and you know, how old are you there? Sort of eleven, twelve. Yeah. You know, to sort of say you've played at a professional stadium, you can you know you go away and tell all your all the mates that you know might not know, and it, it's quite a cool sort of thing. And then they, then they just go, "Where's Prenton Park?" But, um, <laughs> what is Prenton Park? But yeah, so um, obviously that was sort of the start with school. Obviously, if you want to sort of get on to what was it year nine for you when you when you when or was it then the year after that you, yeah, you went on that bit of cup run? Yeah, year nine, yeah, it was the the main year so year 8 I think was a bit of a quiet one I, I've said about school before that this was probably this sort of cup run was probably the highest standard I've played at there were some serious serious players playing for us and against us um, you know we, we we went to excuse me um, 
Where did we get to? Well, we, we won what was effectively the Merseyside Echo Cup. We got to the... Well, we won our side of it and then played the final at Anfield, which... Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 14 so experience year, that, 14-year-old lad, it's a bit of a joke, but the cup run itself was 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 mad. Oh, we, uh, oh right. Won the penalty shootout in the semi-final as well, wasn't it? Yeah, well, that was, that's what I was about to say. I was about to start the, that semi-final against Maricourt, which, uh, I mean, they were good. They At the time, when you're playing that game, I was at left-back, left-back then, um, getting further and further down the pitch. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I just remember defending the whole game. That's all I can think about, defending. They just had the ball. They were a bunch of fucking scousers and they were just a bit horrible. And it was a bit like... Oh my God, we're in a proper game here. They they came to us, you know. We'd been away to Liverpool and beaten teams before, quite a few times. You know, we'd been to semi-finals and you know, obviously final in year seven. So it wasn't we weren't un, like unused to playing against teams like that. But that was a bit like wow, these are these are here to beat us here. You know, these aren't yeah. about you. Suddenly it was suddenly a bit like shit. It, we, this is quite serious, and we're in the semi-final, so it's it's quite a serious game as it is. So. Yeah, we, I think it finished. I, think, I reckon we went 1-0 down. I'm trying to think now. We went 1-0 down and then we equalised. I think Conic Hughes scored. I think, forgive me if I'm wrong, if anyone's listening, but I think that think that was what happened. And then we've managed to take it to pens. And I, and I, I've come off, if I remember rightly, because I don't ever remember being nervous about taking a pen, which I normally am. In a penalty <laughs> shootout. Um, so we've we managed to take it to pens. I've, yeah, I've come off and then George George Jones scored the winner. We so we won the penalty shootout and just took off around the fucking playing fields at Southwell. It was absolutely amazing. Like it, it, we didn't like, we didn't even know what was to come at this point. And he scored the winner and we just darted around literally behind the goal to the right, just ran off and we all chased him from the halfway line. It was amazing. Iconic Southwell moment that because I've I'm people like all years of school were talking about that. Do you know when it happened? Yeah. Like, it must be one of the best things that's happened in that school for, for do you know what I mean? Like, sporting-wise, for years. Yeah. Like, getting to that final and that. I suppose, yeah. It's, um, it doesn't happen every year, but, yeah, that, it was one of them. At the time, we didn't, as it was, it was a group, probably didn't even find it that strange that we would get to a final or something because, you know, we, we knew sort of what, what we were capable of. And But, yeah, when in the when you look back, the, you know, can't imagine they've been there since. I don't know, but it's quite rare that these schools, you know, they might get one every few years where they do get to a decent final, etc. But, but yes, it's a it was a good experience, obviously. And then, you know, going through the cup rounds, and then we got to the final against a team called Range, and which is I think they're like Formby Direction, Crosby Direction, um, Range, yeah. and we played them the year before, and they beat us five four, if I remember rightly. And um, but we, I don't think we had quite a full team out, and we played them. It was at the um, oh, you know where it is. I told you where it is, Neef. They're like the Liverpool sort of county. Yeah, pitches. county FA bit pitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So you know, it felt like a final. There was a lot of people there, and uh, yeah, you know, really good pitch, and that it was it was great. And we got there, and it was um, we were one all at half time. They, they were a decent side, and um, can't remember them being amazed. I feel like Marie Court were. Probably a better team in that. So I, I can't remember that well, but um, I remember being like under the pump at times against that Manny Court, and then but we came through it. And then this range in half time, one all, and 
Mr. Doran, the, the uh, teacher at the time, or the teacher, the, the sort of football coach, who was our coach all the way through, he um, he told us half time. Uh, I think there's a, I think he did a radio report on it somewhere. You can probably go and find that. <laughs> um, yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, he told us half time. The final is at, is at Anfield, uh, and it's just like, I mean, I'm not a Liverpool fan, but a lot of the lads there are obviously Liverpool fans, and it was just a bit like, whoa, <laughs> you yeah. told us that now, like, <laughs> and yeah, yeah, that was like all of a sudden everyone was just sort of like, you know, we we needed to win it before, but now we definitely need to win it. <laughs> we knew the fa- we knew there was another final. We knew it was going to be somewhere. We didn't know where it was yeah. going to be. It could have been at like Macclesfield or somewhere. Like those were the, the options. It was because I think they rotates between like Prenton Park, Goodison, Anfield, or like Macclesfield, or you know like a, a low yeah. place ground. So I mean, of course, that would have been decent to play at. But as soon as everyone was told it was Anfield, it's just like wow, let's do it. And then yeah, we went out and won seven one in the second half. <laughs> That's outrageous. <laughs> so the team's all work then, you could say. Yeah, I suppose you've got to sort of sort of give the credit there to, to Mr. Dunn. Um, yes, yeah, I mean, fucking hell. And at which point everyone's just like, carnage, playing at Anfield. When's this going to be? You know, you can't wait for it. And uh, it was, I remember it was May the 14th, 2012, I think. Just remember, you know, one of them, we just remember that. the day. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that was the day. Six o'clock kickoff, half six kickoff. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone was still, the, few, the, the few weeks before the game was just like all everyone could think about, all everyone could talk about. I remember I was being like told off in lessons and that because that was all people were like talking about. And like in PE, that was all we were asked about. Yeah, like, we, we, we didn't really care about doing anything else. Um, so people were, were getting sort of feel like we were getting told off for that a little bit. And that was just like fever, literally like a fever going right, <laughs> especially the lads who were playing. At, I can't remember the, the whole school, but it, I'm sure there was some sort of buzz within our year group, perhaps people who were, were going, wanted to go to the game. So, yeah, and we uh, we all went on the bus at, after school on a Monday, and then um, you turn up there and fucking hell, you walk, it's, what are they called? Are they the Shankly Gates? Shankly yeah. Gates, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just phenomenal, really. Yeah, like one of them things you would, you know, I'm not like a really good footballer, I've never played in the academy, never done anything like that. And, it's something that when you look back now, talking about it, it is like a proper good achievement, I suppose, in a way. Um, I think it is, yeah. There's a lot of players that have played in academies that have played higher standard, perhaps, to you. Can't say that they've played at Anfield, can they? No. Especially in like a competitive final as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, were, you were going there with like pressure. You know what I mean? It's not as if it was like a, an exhibition game, for instance. No, you no. were going there with like proper, a bit of like, we need to actually win it. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, we, I think they, were, they told us at the time players like Ross Barkley and, and Wayne Rooney had played in that final before. For, um, yeah, I think they, they also played in the final. Yeah, I remember stories like, um, so yeah, you sort of think at that point, you know, this is sort of quite real. This, um, and you, you know, you walk into it's just all perfect, isn't it? Like, you, I remember walking out the tunnel and yeah, it, like before, you know, as you go to warm up. And the grass is just like a carpet. Yeah. It's just a proper carpet. It's <laughs> it's phenomenal. And you, you turn around and there's like, I mean, it's not a, 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 a massive amount of people, but there was, I think there was 400 people there, maybe. 300, 400 people. Yeah, but still, you know, a lot of people. You, you play in front of like 20 on a Sunday, don't you? And they're, and they're the subs. So 
<laughs> it's like it's it's one of them. It's it was it was phenomenal and like the whole Did ground. You feel swamped just in that massive. ground. Um, not really. I see what you mean. Yeah, it's massive it, because it was all red as well. Like all the yeah. seats, obviously, because there's no people there. It just felt huge. You just feel like you can see a bit further, can't you? Like, and it was just yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, it was a phenomenal sort of. The fact that it was all red did it come as a surprise? <laughs> you know what? Yeah, not really. There's a, a few white ones. Yeah, um, that's why you haven't been on the pods, Gib, because uh, <laughs> joke, jokes like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the game, the, the, the game itself. Do you reckon, like, obviously, I know you, we've spoken about it before. You can't remember too much of it, but <laughs> the experience there. Do you think you realise at the time how how look like how not lucky, but how much you've done to actually get there? And like like Gibbo said, yeah, there's a I handful mean, of people that would actually ever get that yeah, experience. Regards what you think you're on a put of your own football performance over your career, whatever, etc., whatever standards you think you've played. Not many people have said they can say they played Armfield. I think regardless if you're Liverpool, Everton, Man United, Armfield's one of the best stadiums if not the best stadium in the country, so... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can, yeah you, it's one of them. You can't sort of take it away from someone at that point, and that'll go for every single one of the lads who played and, and, and was in that team that day. It was a proper... It's something you'll, you will genuinely never forget. Like, and it's, you know, even to just go in the, in the changing rooms, like, we, we were in the away changing rooms because we were playing a team from Liverpool, Archbishop Beck, and because they were a Liverpool team, and we weren't. We went in the away dressing room. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's a bit of a weird, <laughs> You'd have thought it'd just be it's a Merseyside Cup. Like I don't anyway. But yeah. Uh, so that was that was the situation. I mean, fucking hell. It wasn't because it wasn't exactly a bad changing room the away one. You know what I mean? Was that all red as well? I think it was brown. <laughs> you know, I think it was, they tried to make it intimidating, don't they? So, uh, cold, cold showers. Yeah, there was no like cushioned seats or anything. It was like a wooden bench. A fella doing a hacker in the corner, or yeah, oh, yeah. that's rugby. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> edit, edit point. Edit point again. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to um, say, Hodge, you touched on like playing Liverpool teams. Well, we spoke a few few times about like, you know, how good people from Liverpool seem to be at football. Like, you know, the other side of the water. Was it ever? Did you ever feel like more intimidated going over there playing against Scouse lads as opposed to, let's say? You play against your weirdo schools. Mm-hmm. Um, I see what you're saying, yeah. Um, Do you it doesn't think... necessarily mean they're any better. No, you yeah. Think, that... I think that you may might not be any better, but you don't think that, that you just instantly think they're going to be a better standard. Yeah, I mean, some of the teams we played were phenomenal over in Liverpool, but at, at the same time, you know, we a lot of the time we'd go over and beat them, so it was a bit like, yeah, you you might be. It depends, you know. Sometimes you look, you turn up somewhere, and you think mm, this might be quite intimidating. But then yeah. once you get once you get into the game and you realise that they're exactly the same as you a lot of the time, there's not that much of a thing. Like we played one game, I remember playing West Derby, and I don't know if this was what you were trying to touch on, Nate. I feel like I've told you this before. And we played it in just a park. It wasn't even a school, and and it, yeah, that was a bit intimidating. Like <laughs> back then, and we, that was when we had a touch older, so there was slightly bigger lads then as well. You know, they've grown up a bit and they're probably a bit more scary <laughs> um, <laughs> to me anyway and uh, yeah but but when you when we when we were that young now um, 
because we would just go over there and almost like what the lads we had. There was no fear in the team at all. It was yeah. It was just go and play football and you know we'll we'll do what we can and we'll you know we got pasted a few times. You know? <laughs> I think we played Halewood, the team got beat like seven nil or something. It was it, we we went we played a few games where we got bat. We went to Manchester once. I'll I'll remember. I'll tell you this story. And we uh. We we played a team. Oh my god, they were. I don't. I can't remember for life me what school it was, but Marcus Rashford's in my school year, and it wouldn't have shocked me if he was one of the strikers up front that day, because yeah, genuinely, <laughs> we we were seven 0 down at half time. What? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it was just, I, I one of them games where you you put your hands and we go, what what are we supposed to do here? Like we were a team that was used to winning, like. I think this yeah. might have been it might have been the same year it might have been maybe the year after I can't quite remember but it was just wow we got annihilated I think it finished 9-0 but and, and like we were supposed to be the best team in the school like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and uh, I mean Mr. Is, that Durham, when, is that when Durham got on the coach yeah, go on yeah, sorry you're going to touch on that go on he's, Mr. Durham got on the coach afterwards and he obviously wasn't very happy with us and um, we got a bit of a bollock and like but he said um you did okay second did half. <laughs> you did okay second half. We can go back if the, if it's going to be like this forever. We can go back to the school and say it's nine. It was nine nil. We got battered. We're probably not going to do much again. There's no point trying because you know it was that pathetic. Or if you can say to me that you're going to you know show up next time, actually show a bit of like sort of passion. I suppose he was getting at. We'll go home and we'll go back and tell everyone it was two nil. <laughs> no, he always had a way with words, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not quite sure it was in those words exactly, but that's what I think. Oh, that and voice! I might have just, I might have just completely fessed myself up there, and um, I think he went back and told Miss McCormack it was two 0 So uh, I might have just completely embarrassed all the lads there, but um, I don't know. I genuinely don't know what he went and told everyone. But, um, that was the score, just to confirm. <laughs> um, so, the, with with school and that hard, was that like, like I said before? Do you think, the, like, we going off there because obviously, like we said, big achievement. Were any of the lads sort of going off thinking about that case of you know, about because like, what was was Connor at Liverpool at the time? I think he, he could have been, couldn't he? But um, were any of the lads coming off that pitch thinking that you yeah. know? They might have been getting picked up on that because obviously you had such a good team. Was it, anyone was there ever that pressure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that in particular. Oh, I mean, it, it it didn't really cross my mind. I don't think I was ever in that position, but uh, I'd imagine it probably crossed a few of the lads' minds. There, there would yeah. have been there would have been scouts there without doubt. Um, there was there was, a, there was a few players there, wasn't there? I mean, like there was a I mean, a, there was a le- there was a left back on the bench. Um, God, yeah, Jack Eden. Because didn't, that, didn't that, that was know why. that was his name. Um, he, um, <laughs> Ada, you know, you talk about you, you know, on our spot, you talked about looking football, didn't you? <laughs> and you know, I hate, I hate to say what could have been, and hindsight's a wonderful thing. Yeah. But it, it, well, it, it was just unfortunate to have another good left back in front of him that day, wasn't he? And, uh, <laughs> fortunately. We're still good mates today, but that could that relationship could he have never, turned sour. He never, he never brings it brings it up either. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Jack Keenan, because that was his name. <laughs> but yeah, Nate, to, to sort of answer your question there, I'd imagine, imagine there probably was, um, not necessarily in my in my eyes. It, 
it was never something that crossed my mind really. Um, but yeah, there would have definitely been sorts of scouts there, and you know the papers were there and everything, and it was a we were playing against a serious team as well. Jeez, a few of them lads have gone on to be decent players. I think there was a lad that filed um, that I noticed, and maybe I think I've seen Chorley you know? as well. Sort of, you know, what's that National League North at the moment? So it's a decent. Yeah. But yeah. we, all we could hear when they were, you know, oh, this lad's at Bolton, this lad's at Wigan, this lad's at Everton. And it was just like, Jesus Christ. And I mean, credit to us, they only beat us 1 0 from a, a 30, screaming as well, 30 yard of it at the bar and in. And, uh, Keeper had no I, chance. I'll stick that in if Lou's listening. Um, why? Um, <clears throat> what was I going to say? How, no, because you, you, if people listening there who don't know you are probably thinking the way you describe yourself, you you kind of just under. Do you not feel like you're underselling yourself a little bit? Because, like, say, Con's played with you, Nate's played with you, and like, I don't mean to blow smoke up anyone's, you know. And you know, I don't, I, I don't mince my words. Hence, why this is my only second. This is only my second podcast I've done with you. <laughs> but you, you are actually. It is fair to say you are actually a good footballer, though, aren't you, Nath Con? Yeah, yeah, that's definitely hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. Well, when you, you said when you said that, you were doing yourself a bit of an injustice in a in a slight way by saying you were the worst player in that side. No, but I, I, I'm not saying that with any kind of like like stress or anything that was just how I sort of saw it at the time I was sort of in and out the team and then I managed to sort of end up in this left back role and like yeah managed to sort of nail that down I suppose but you know if we'd have had 11 fit players the best team I'm, I'm not sure I would have ever really been in that and that was that was generally the case I was constantly sort of to and fro with with how you you put the team around but I ended up there um, and yes, but you know you've got to give yourself credit for you know trying to you know staying in the team. Obviously, did something right. But well, I mean, you kept a better a better left back out of the side, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Jack I mean, one Keenan. of us, one of us still plays. One of them's because that was his name. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So outside the school, then hearts obviously. I, I, I see. I, you can't sort of discredit the next few years, but that was probably <laughs> the pinnacle of your sort of school team. No, I, oh, actually, yeah, even though got, you were fantastic, we got to another final after that, a Cheshire Cup final. But we were, we were a bit depleted then. Um, a few lads were injured, and a couple, I think a lad had left. I think Connor had left school, and then um, we it wasn't quite the same team that that had, that had played at Anfield. So, uh, I mean, it's always going to be hard to sort of top that, isn't it? You know, it was, yeah, it was one of them that'll just you, you're not really, unless we actually won the cup. You were never going to top it, but it was that that Anfield day. It was one of them. It probably didn't really matter if we won or lost. <laughs> it would have been yeah. nice to win, but the achievement was getting there. We still won a trophy by by having to get there. And uh, do you not, would you not say that Anfield one ranks below the Brenton Park one? Well, as I sort of mentioned before, Con, the Brenton Park one was pretty much forgotten about in that sense. <laughs> um, it wasn't. Uh, it was so, it was definitely overshadowed. Like unfortunately, oh, it's still an how achievement. How do we feel about the disrespect, Con? <laughs> <laughs> I'll let him have it while he can. Yeah, it was no, no. If if we'd never played at Anfield, Prenton Park would have been the pinnacle. It was just one of them. You you can't sort of shy away from that. It was it was how big of an occasion it was as such. And um, we got to meet a, a quite a weird story. I don't know if you sort of know that, but. 
after the game, after this Anfield game, you go and we hadn't had a meal. So there was like yeah. a meal and a speech afterwards. And remember, we had to sit in these round tables, like Archbishop Beck player here, South Fiddle player, Archbishop Beck, <sighs> South Fiddle player, like like opposite, like alternate. Oh, and I mean, really? it wasn't like a particularly feisty game or anything, but um, but that was quite weird. You know, you know, we were in like a Liverpool boardroom kind of thing. Like it was mad. You're making conversation there with lads because obviously it's a, yeah. it's always awkward in it in school because you just. You you still like sort of I don't know everyone's you still everyone's still a bit like shy of the schools aren't they? That yeah, makes um, sense. yeah. It, it was a bit weird. Yeah, it, it, I mean it, it settled down. You know, as soon as the organs got out of the way, I think everyone just started sort of talking. And yeah, it yeah. wasn't really a problem. Everyone was just like, we're sat in fucking Anfield's trophy cabinet room here. This is mental. <laughs> Let's just enjoy it, kind of thing. And we yeah. had Jamba. I won't remember him, but Tommy Smith used to play for Liverpool. Back in like oh, the seventies, yeah, eighties, yeah. he did yeah. a speech there, a bit of a speech. He was there, like I think he presented the trophy perhaps afterwards. Um, but yeah, that and that was just like something that you would never, you would never get that playing sort of club football, not club football, but Sunday league football. You know, you would never get that kind of experience, no matter how much of a, a cup win or a piss up you could have afterwards. It would never yeah, be in. Yeah. It would never be in Liverpool's. Um, I don't know what it was. Trophy cabinet, boardroom, what. Something like that. There was trophies behind this, like it was like a wedding, massive round tables, and then like a front row. When I think Miss McCormack sat on the front row, it was a bit mad, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, not 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 to not to take your lads out or anything, Hodge, but you still lost, so uh, it's probably about <laughs> time. Shit. You got, it's probably about time you got over it, isn't it? I don't know why we bothered. Um... To be honest, it's a complete waste. <laughs> no, I, I generally so... don't remember the game at all. <laughs> like I couldn't say other than the goal over the other than the goal and um uh, Lee Street missing an open goal for us up front. Um terrible miss, wasn't it? Terrible miss. No comment. I I just don't remember anything else. I'll comment. Terrible miss. <laughs> terrible, terrible miss. <laughs> terrible um, miss. No, but but but, but I mean j- jokes aside, like it was you had you had some you had some team you was like and that achievement's incredible. But you know, outside the school then Hodge, where we sort of where, where was sort of your next? I know you you said East Brom. When was the move? Because I know you had a good, like a, a decent team up at Shaw Villa when you went up there. Yeah, well, that that was why maybe why I, why I'm sort of saying you know how I said it perhaps wasn't that good at, in that school team. I, I never I was probably linked to the time where I started to sort of not play as much for East Brom, so I wasn't like a main player there. I was starting to be a bit part player there, and to be honest, I wasn't really enjoying my football, and um, I was playing. Those of you who are listening who know me quite well, I know I'm a keen cricketer as well. And cricket's probably my main sport. So to have, yeah, I've grew up in a cricket family rather than a football family, really. So and that was sort of taken over at that point, starting to take that a bit more seriously. So football was not put on the back burner. You know, I had a, I had an Anfield trip. You, you know what I mean? It wasn't, yeah, it, it wasn't, it wasn't forgotten about at all. But I was focusing probably more on. On the cricket as such, and that probably reflected in my my almost my interest in East Brom and playing there, and I just wasn't enjoying it. I, was, I didn't want to turn up on a Sunday and not play. You get the last ten minutes when you know I could have been just not bothering as such. I did just generally not enjoy it as much. Around uh, about the time East Brom um, folded, wasn't it? As well, it, it was a couple of years before yeah I left. I think I think me leaving was probably the. Uh, Sure, the, 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 the camel's back. 
Um, <laughs> you felt you were the glue that helped the whole group Yeah, together, it was all it? downhill from there, unfortunately, for the lads. Well, you know what? I've always said you were a leader. <laughs> but yeah, um, no, that I, I don't know that wasn't the case, but but that that did happen. Yeah, but I went to shoot. I, I said I'd retired, and um, in year nine I was fourteen. I hung up my boots, and then <laughs> about three weeks later, I had no interest in playing football. Three weeks later, a couple of lads said. Couple lads I knew from school said, "Oh, come down to Shaw Villa training." They were in the year below, uh, the year below school division below in the oh, I don't know what it was, the Eastern Eastern District was it back then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were in the, the division below, and they were probably one of the. I think East Brom played them that year, and they beat them ten-one or something. And it was a bit like, oh, "I'm not sure about this," but I went there literally three weeks after I retired, got a U-turn, and then. <laughs> Yeah, I I got back into it and suddenly just started enjoying it again. And you know, and I played there for probably three or four seasons in the end. They weren't the best team, but they probably improved a lot. Not I'm not saying because of me, but as I was there when they started and when I when I left, they were a much better sort of team. You know, when I started, they were probably lower to mid table of that, that second division, and then I think we might have finished maybe third or fourth in my. In my second or third year there, so they, they had a good set. Of you were lads. you were you were under a prestigious manager as well, weren't you? Really, I'm right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We won't do we won't do the impression. No, no, we'll delete that as well. Um, <laughs> you haven't said much in this podcast actually with the amount that's getting deleted, Kev. <laughs> Again, um, if anyone's wondering why it's only my second. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait until this gets released and he puts and Gibbo and you don't hear me speak at all. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Dan was good, you know, he was, he enjoyed the football management, you know, he he's just one of the lads' dads and he, he made you sort of enjoy it. It wasn't necessarily too serious and I probably needed that at the time. I wasn't looking to take it that seriously anymore. So it did almost, it did work for me. Um, and then we gradually just sort of got a bit better, as I said. We moved into the... The youths, the youth setup, um, in the Wallasey League, I think it was, and then we had probably I wasn't even sure I was going to play. We were sort of about 17, 18, I think we we're eighteen now. Mm. I wasn't even sure we were going to play, and um, I was going to play, and I missed like the first four or five games of the season, as I previously mentioned, because I was playing cricket. And that overlap, I just didn't play football in that time. I always chose to play cricket, and then a few of the lads from school joined. Like Robbie Hicks, uh, Lou Gleeson, Tom Oliver, you know, my mates, uh, Ross Mitchell, Ry Day had joined. My mates who who had suddenly joined it because I played a lot of that 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 sort of with that Shawville team with people that I knew and they weren't they weren't my mates but they weren't like schoolmates they weren't like you know you, you know your lads kind of thing whereas they joined these lads joined and all of a sudden it felt just some like, con- just some. Just some context there, Hodge. Some of the lads you've named there are some serious footballers. Yeah, Tom Oliver, Robbie Hicks. Should have been playing like, at a much higher standard than what players. they ended up playing with for Shoreville. It was a bit of like a shock that cause they were playing for like Vauxhalls and teams like that, and all of a sudden they wanted to step down. And you know, they were probably in a similar situation to me. They probably didn't want to sort of take it that seriously. And um, but they, they managed to they we somehow got them to join and and we, we didn't we struggled the first half of the season we, well we played I missed the first four or five and then we'd played um, played, a, played a few there was I mean, like a 16 game season or something strange and we managed to get get a few 
get a few players in the right positions and then all of a sudden it just clicked. And I think me and, uh, I'll say it because I think he listens to the podcast, me and Rye Day uh, um, started the best centre-back partnership uh, probably in the world at that stage. Um, <laughs> we, we just used to, we didn't concede goals. I, I, this is me playing centre-back now as well. It was a so, John um, Stones Otamendi vibe, wasn't it? About yeah, yeah. I don't know who was who, and um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that and that that was really good. We we suddenly just stopped. We we used to keep our sheets clean. What we used to say. And, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You concede but, like four goals in uh, like twenty games it or was, something. It was generally something a bit a bit mad. We we concede like two in eight games or something. And you know, playing Sunday league, it's normally a fucking goal fest, isn't it? So it was a bit mad in that sense. And we, we yeah. just got a good team together and we should have won the league. I think we needed, what was it? I can't remember now. We need like four points from the last two, we need four points from the last three games, I think, to win the league and goal difference. So maybe five points and we'd have won the league. We played uh, Liscard Park against, uh, I can't remember the teams, I can't remember what they were called, but they weren't in, maybe Asheville, they weren't in contention to win the league. But they beat us. We lost in the last minute, and I, I scored in that game. And we were two 0 down, brought it back to two up, and then and then conceded in the last minute. I was a bit like, shit. Now we need now we need two wins from the last two to definitely win. And one of them was against the team where we were going to beat. We they were up there as well, who we needed to overtake, and we drew nil nil with them. The, oh. AC Hoylake, I think it was, we drew nil nil, and I missed the header at the back post of about ten minutes to go. Pretty much open goal, and I've headed it over the bar from a corner. And you know, when you, I can see it now, I can see the cross coming in now from a corner. Ross took the corner, and it's coming at me. I've ran at it, and I've just headed it straight over the bar. I had all the goals to aim at. Not known for your heading ability, are you, pal? Not known for scoring goals. I'd have been two and two. Absolutely nosebleed. Bad start that for for an ex prolific striker, really, isn't it? I, I told you, I I I, I learned my strengths, played to my strengths as a, as the career, as my career got older. If I'd have stayed striker, it would have been terrible. Um, so yeah, I mean, and then we, we had to win the last game. We ended up drawing that nil nil. We had to win the last game, something like nine nil. And we, we I think we, we managed to. I think it was four or five, but it was it was a phenomenal season. Um, it's just like playing with your mates hung over most games as well and we go is, and is that I was going to say is that the same season where the that infamous Heswell game oh god I hope my mum isn't listening to this um, <laughs> she'll have turned off by now uh, yeah so Tom Oliver was probably shouldn't say this on the podcast he was the only one that could drive at the time and uh, so whoa 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> he was the only whoa. one that could drive at the time we, we, we played Heswell who were a decent team. I think they were in the league above. We played them in a in a cup game a few weeks before, and we drew. So, it, and it went to a replay. Because it was on like a three G pitch. It went to a replay, and there was a game on afterwards, and it went to a replay. So we had we played at Heswell's ground, and I'm not sure what it's called, but Heswell's ground, and like the first Gate, team Gate, and, Gate and Park or something is it? Is something it, like that. Yeah, and um, so we played it on their their first team pitch. And we had a party the night before. It was someone's 18th the night before. And when you're 18, obviously, you have a few beers. And and the next day is a complete write-off. Now, you sort of... I'm not really arsed, hungover-wise. You'd get up and play football without even thinking. But now... But back then, you have, like, five pints and you wrote off, aren't you? And then... And what, about play, now? what about now, Hodge? Four. <laughs> maybe even three on a good, on a good day. 
<laughs> and uh, so we so we played, and Tom Oliver picked us up. I, he op- I, I opened the door to him, and he's got eyes that are just fucked. He's he's hung over, piss holes in the snow. I think they call them, don't they? <laughs> and, uh, it was terrible. I get in the car and just think, oh my god, here we go. Biggest, probably the biggest game of the season at this point. We had, we had a complete. He picked everyone up. All them lads I said before, he picked them up because we were all mates and we all live locally. And you were all hung over. Well, all it, all it, been it. to this party night before. Biggest game of the season. <laughs> we go to, we're in the McDonald's. We were supposed to be there half ten, <laughs> eleven o'clock kickoff. Half ten, we were sat in McDonald's drive through in Bromborough. Uh, with our manager messaging us saying oh, what time, he, what time are you going to be here and uh, we're just like we're looking at the clock just like yep we'll be there when we're there Dan and uh, and we get there we're all eating our fucking whatever double sausage and eggs in the car on the way and we get there Ollie pulls up and he, he hasn't had time to eat his manager I think maybe assistant manager or something stood in the car park like waiting for us we pull up all start piling out Ollie puts his, he goes, he's, he's like waving at us, what, what the fuck are you doing? Where's you, where have you been? It's 5 to 11, by the way, five minutes before kickoff. Where have you been? Ollie goes, all right, puts his thumb up in the driver's seat, kneels down, picks picks up his McMuffin and just takes a big bite out and says, I'll be two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh my God. And and then we went and won one there. So it's just like, <laughs> Phenomenal. I don't know how we did it, to be fair. We were all just like pissing ourselves through the game. We went and beat a team of the league above 1 0. Like, yeah, that was what, probably one of the better games I've played, you know, in terms of just like the sheer stupidity of it almost. Like being hungry. I think I, I feel like their games that you sort of, their games that you tell, like, again, you just tell, tell, you just know. Do you know what I mean? Like if you were to go for a pint now in the pub and you bumped into the lads, it would just come up in conversation. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like, oh, remember that time after that 18. <laughs> Is red card Ronnie? <laughs> yeah, it would have been that same game. I mean, you got sent off, didn't you, Giv? I you did. Stood, you were stood there in a pair of jeans and one ten. Nate, I got two yellows. Never played <laughs> in my life. Got two yellows. That was the first game I got booked as well, ever. My first ever booking because I booked. Well, everyone got booked, surely. I think we had two red cards and four yellows in the space of about ten minutes at the end of the game, in a comfortable four nil win where there was no animosity throughout the whole game. And I started it. I went on an amazing run from centre-half. You did, yeah. You beat, <laughs> beat about three or four players and ended up by the corner flag. Got tackled, lost the ball. And because all yous were like that by the side, watching, sort of like having a go, laughing as I was running forwards, this fella's about to clear it. And I made like a, pretty much like a joke attempt to try and wipe this lad out who had the ball. I get, it was like a stamp. And thinking back, it was stupid. Nate, I, was, I was absolutely nowhere near him. Nate, but think, think. Do you remember Funes Mori getting sent off in the derby? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's all I'll say. That's I all was I'll nowhere say. near the lad, but I made a stupid attempt to try and look hard in front of everyone watching on the side, and I was miles from him. And the ref seen it and booked me, and uh, and then proceeded to just lose his head. And we had by in the space of about five ten minutes, we had four bookings and two reds, and he was. He was threatening to send everyone off. He was what standing there watching. But um, yeah, I, that, was I, that, that was that same season. I, yeah. I've, I've never heard anything back. You, you you still owe you still owe them the money. I think twenty quid it was. They're fine. Mm. <laughs> let, 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 let local mm. look, mm. for anyone who's not 
anyone who's not from the Wirral, the the referee is a bit of a a local legend. I think he's I think he's been refing the game for a for a couple of for a, yeah, a we, decade. So we didn't, we didn't give him the nickname, did we? He was already called Red Card Ronnie. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, he was. That was what our manager called him anyway. And then I think he remembered me as well because when I joined the team we currently play for a few years later, I tripped someone up uh, quite quite deliberately, and he, he was like, "Oh, get you in the book for that." Something proper had a go at me. He didn't actually book me, but he knew what was going on. Um, oh, he's, 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 a, he's a top man. He's a top man. So, anyway, <laughs> you've, had, you've had your short Villa years. When was it that you sort of joined the uh, the team that you're playing for now? Or was, you know, because that was that your first bit of senior adult football? Because I, yeah. I assume you must have had a few years out without playing. Yeah, well, I hung up my boots for the uh, second time in my career so far. That was about, what would I have been, 19 this time? 18-19 when we stopped playing for Shaw Villa so um, yeah that came Shaw Villa just came to an end a few lads going to uni etc it, it just didn't continue we wouldn't have got a team together um, I didn't necessarily leave as such in that in that with that team um, but and then yeah I got back into it a few of the lads said about playing for you know who we play for now and I wasn't. I I sort of fancied it, and I didn't fancy it. I wasn't sure because I'd had a couple of years out, and I was sort of in two minds of it. And then, do you know what? It's been probably one of the best decisions I've made. In all fairness, I've really, really enjoyed. It. I joined after Christmas, and and I, and I, yeah, I've really enjoyed it since Saturday playing men's football. It is a bit of an eye opener at times, but it it's almost better in a way compared to that that Wallace League we played in for sure. Villa was was quite bad, Um You'd have because back when you when you're a bit younger, you have no idea like how to tackle. Everyone's angry. Everyone's trying to be the big man. Whereas now, yeah, you get the odd player like that. Don't don't get me wrong, and they're like thirty five and twice the others, <laughs> twice as heavy as me now. But but people sort of appreciate Sunday League for for what it is. I think um, the teams you're playing against, and it's not quite so sort of, sort of how do you put it like. Ego, you know, no one's no one's that yeah, bad. Yeah. They're, they're there for the game of football, a lot of people, and that's what I do enjoy, and probably what I didn't quite expect in a way. I expected it to be a bit more kind of in your face, everyone's going to batter you, kind of thing, and that was what put me off it. But yeah, really good kind of decision to get back into it. I really enjoyed it. We've had, you know, a few decent runs. We got promoted the first season I joined. Don't know if it was a coincidence or not, but we went pretty much unbeaten. After I joined, I think we were mid table when I joined. Is that right, Con? You were there. Yeah, probably about that. Yeah. Mid table. We ended up getting promoted automatically. I don't know why. I don't know if there's anything to do with me. But um. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah, yeah. You're currently currently at the t- the team that uh, that me, you, and Con are playing for at the moment. And you mentioned about you, you know, getting booked. I just want you to obviously, it's not something that you've you've had many times in your career. I just want you to talk me through your booking for the other season against the the uh, the halfway house or Bramble Town as they're, they're known as now. I just want you to sort of talk us through your um, how you got booked, mate, and how sort of cynical it was. Well, I've always been called a dirty player, and you know I've been known for my rash tackling and being really aggressive on the pitch um, for quite a number of years now. Bit of a reputation, um, complete bullshit. That by the way. Um, <laughs> Nicest man in football, from the, from <laughs> and um, <laughs> so we're so we're. I think I had, was. Was this the cup game? Just before. We yeah, start? it's the quarter final this year. Yeah, we won. I, I can't two remember. nil. Two nil, right? But yeah, so it was quite a tight game. I, mean, I thought it was a, quite a tight game. 
Right, yeah. So, well, we was quite a close game, and I, I'd had, I was having an absolute stinker that day because we were talking about hey, it. Man. I, I'll say this, yeah, we were talking about it. We were well up for it because Bromwich Town's quite a big game for, for, for our team. You know, there's a few lads that they all know, and it's, it's always a bit close, a bit feisty type thing. And fucking hell, I think I'd had two cans of Red Bull before the game started at 11 o'clock in the morning. And How come? I don't know. Completely unnecessary. I just wanted to uh, fire myself up for it, to be honest. Uh, and it, complete, it had the complete opposite effect. I, I was having an absolute stinker uh, at left back, flying into tackles that was absolutely nowhere near. And yeah, the ball just the ball dropped. They give a, I think I probably give the free kick away, did I? And just I literally I should have kicked it further, to be honest. I just kicked the ball about 10, 15 yards out towards the corner flag. And I got a booking for it. And I, like, if it, I'd have known, if I'd have sound, known he was going to book me, I should have fucking hit it further. It, it, <laughs> it doesn't sound funny, but it was the most pathetic. It wasn't even. It wasn't even an attempt at time wasting yeah, because the ball literally, that. it literally rolled within. I reckon within like touching distance of the lad it was meant to be going to. Yeah, and the I, ref I, I just it sort of toe poked it. You know, like as you sort of doing one movement. Like, I was, oh, you put your hands up in the air. And I sort of toe-poked it away at the same time. And, I, I mean, it was deliberate uh, attempt of kicking the ball away, but I didn't kick it very far to warrant a booking. Do you know what I mean? Was this was this Ronnie as well? It, no. Nah, it was, it was, um, it was um, no. Okay. Steve. Remember, Steve. Yeah. Steve, yeah. Oh, bloody yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it, it, fair play. I booted the ball away. Should have booted it for And there was, you know, there, there, was, there was another one which it, it's... Are you just going to uh, bring up all my bad times here? No, that no, was... this was, I mean, I thought this one you had a particularly good game personally. Okay. Um, I mean, maybe not, maybe not for your health, but I remember we'd had one particular, um, long, long night the I'm night gone. before. No, no, it was, it was a, it, we, we'd been on the ale. I think we had like a day session the day before this game. And Hodge is the only man I've ever seen run down a football wing and physically turn green. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think you drove us that day, can't I'd agreed to drive, can't And uh, it was an early hours job in the morning, yeah. like when I'd got in. And I'd agreed to drive, and I begged you in the morning, can you please drive? Because I, I think I was, all, I think I was also hungover, but I particularly yeah. remember you, Hodge, because you started, you took a lad on. <laughs> but this man genuinely looks like he's gonna. Go completely green. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it probably wasn't my finest hour of football, but I managed the ninety. I think didn't I? I think you yeah, managed twenty minutes that game, Nick. So uh, <laughs> let's talk about that. We well, did your episode last week, but we didn't talk about you lasting twenty minutes when I'm and I'm when I'm physically green. <laughs> I mean, we we brought up a few funny points there, but. I'll also bring up one again. I don't want to big. I don't want to big <laughs> it up gets. too much. But um, there was a there was a preseason game last season where you scored possibly the most outrageous goal I've seen a left back score in many of years. <laughs> can, you, can you talk? Can you talk the listeners through it then? Through it for us, please. <laughs> How many players do you want me to include? I think I think you dropped the shoulder on four lads. It came to, right I'm, I'm at left back, and I, I like to think I can get forward from time to time. There's only a friend. You just can't. You just, only you just can't get back these days. Yeah, just don't get back. Um, can't or won't. Um, <laughs> can't. can't. Yeah, probably can't. <laughs> Better both. And uh, well, it's come to the left towards towards the penalty area, and I've, I've I'll be honest. 
every single touch I've taken was supposed to set me up to shoot, and it was just too big. So, <laughs> so I've took my first touch out my feet, <laughs> went to shoot, bang, players closing by. I've had to knock it one way. Another player's come in. I'm going to hit it with my right foot this time. Take an absolute swinger at it. Players closing down again. I've had to knock it on my left. One more player does the exact same thing. I've, anyway, long story short, I've gone and beat three players and drilled it in the bottom corner, far post. And, uh, and ran probably, off the, probably one of the best things I've ever done on a football pitch. Ran off laughing. Yeah. <laughs> Taking a piss. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But, and, and, you know, you haven't actually probably, probably ranked above Anfield, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in terms of, you know, Gibbo said before about your. You know, you sometimes you put yourself down a few times there about your, your your footballing ability, but you know, like again, not not to sort of to to big it up too much, uh, but you know, you, you've never actually mentioned about how good you are at crossing the ball. I genuinely think you are probably one of the best players I've I've personally played with who can cross a ball. Do you reckon? Have you obviously you said you played like centre half in goal up front? Did you always know you could cross a ball? Not really, no. I think it's no, more in my head. Say all that, but I, you've said all them positions, and I instantly think Phil Neville. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, really. Uh, I, it, I suppose it's just one of them. I'm left-footed. I've, ne- I've never really practiced crossing such. It's just one of them. I, I think I imagine myself to be someone who's good at crossing, and then I just I try to cross the ball, and event. Sometimes it comes off. It's just. Yeah, I don't know. I can't really explain that. It's just, it's just one of them, I suppose. It'd be nice if you actually got your head on one of them every now and then. <laughs> Ooh, you, you bastard. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Anyway, so what we'll do now is what we normally do, uh, Hodgie. We'll um, move on to a few yeah. questions. Uh, a few questions uh, with with Connor. If, if Con, I think Con may have them all prepared there. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so, Don't be too nervous. Don't be too nervous. <laughs> um, first one, same as Nate last time. Um, what's your go-to karaoke song? Oh God! Uh, <laughs> tell them, tell them, tell them. Um, yeah, it's, it is that one, isn't it? That you're all thinking of. Um, Eminem, "Love the Way You Lie," featuring Rihanna. <laughs> the first part. Yeah. Um, Love the way you groove. Love the way you groove. Love the way yeah. you groove. Yeah. But yeah, I've, I've been I've been known to do that on occasion. <laughs> um, word for word as well. Yeah, it's not yeah. always pretty. It's fantastic. <laughs> what it is. Yeah. <laughs> the next one. What would you say is your best moment playing football? Uh, playing football. Um. Yeah. I, I mean. Just to look back on when you're older, it's probably got to be that Anfield game. It'd be it'd be tough to say anything else. It'd be tough to say the game at Heswell where we all turned up pissed over a game at Anfield, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Realistically, but but yeah, it's got to be that Anfield game. It was just it's one of them you you will t- you will talk about for years. And whenever whenever if I see some of the lads who played with there, it, it always tends to come up in conversation. Right, Ellison's still got the DVD, and nobody's ever seen it. So there's a there's a plea there. Where is the where is the DVD? It's just weird because there was no one with a video camera in the state that's there. I genuinely, the time, so I genuinely, I think no one knows lying. where he's got it from. I think he's lying. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, and then, I think uh, I'm there. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, what's the best moment you had watching football? Watching football? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Wrexham fan. That's quite well documented uh, on this podcast. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it sounds a silly one again, but when we played Stoke away, that was, when we went 1-0 up, that, that, in terms of celebrating that goal, that was the best I felt. That sort of 10, 15 minutes when we were winning was just like absolute pandemonium. It was a joke. Um, yeah, it's probably got to be that one. I had a few good away yeah. days. I mean, I remember going to York a couple of years back with Wrexham and that, and that was good. Good away day there. But yeah, that Stoke goal, it's hard to top that really. That feeling yeah. of when it goes in, it's just like 5,000, 6,000 Wrexham fans in the away end. That's just like... Yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, who would you say is the best player that you've played with so far? Uh, yeah, I think I've answered this to a few lads previously. I, it'd be Robbie X if he's listening. Like oh, Robbie yes. X, he's yeah, oh, fucking phenomenal Fantastic. player. Yeah, he, he was yeah. always one of them. Like he was just just do something out of nothing. And fortunately, I had the pleasure of playing with him all through school, and then. And then he, he was one of the ones that joined Shaw Villa and just it was just amazing to play with. Those 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 couple of years, it wouldn't have been... Um, he'd, he'd, he'd win your games on his own, you know. He was so, so good. And he, he genuinely... And I think he probably knows he should play. He should be playing at a potentially higher level than what he, he has done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I sh- sh- shout out to Robbie Hicks as well, because he is oh, genuinely... Lovely, lovely lad as well, and an outrageous Yeah, player. he is, yeah, he is. Yeah, I've only I've only played with him once when we played the Sixer side because yeah, I've heard you talk about him before that. Really? I've seen him or anything, and yeah, he was. I think was... I think that game actually come. Did he play for the Red we Fox? Kicked... Yeah, yeah, we yeah. We, 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 we kicked off. We yeah, kicked and off, and he he <laughs> sold three yeah. lads with a turn. Yeah. Took another one on and just put it in the bottom corner. Literally and... yeah, from kickoff and just turned. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Thirty, 30 seconds in, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that game. That was that was insane. That fucking hell. Yeah. Just, we we digged up all week how good he was to you. Yeah, that's and what you know, we had. Yeah, never watched in the back of your head. Shit, I hope he doesn't have a stinker here. We proper <laughs> digged him up. Literally ten seconds in, he beats five men and scores. Thanks for coming. Yeah. What man? Um, then final one. Um, we've asked a lot of people. Um, if you could change one thing about football, what would it be? Um. Yeah, it, it is a tough one. That weirdly, considering I've asked it to quite, we've asked it to quite a few people. I don't really know my own answer. Um, I don't really like the social media type thing. This in all of football, yeah. I don't really yeah. like the, the social media type things. I think a lot of it's so so much social social dri- so much driven by social media. You know, a player can be a bad player overnight because a few fans have said he's. He's, he's shit on, on Twitter or whatever it's so fickle and I, th- I think that's something that's it's making the game worse uh, as a neutral where you sort of you know what do you call it like it, players don't get any time and it, I, I think that's unfair I, on the professional game anyway um, yeah. I, I think social media I don't think it's a good thing it does a lot of good but I don't think it it also does a lot a lot of bad at least the professional side of things. Yeah, I'd have to say, I'd have to just say that social media. Great. So, so is that is that all done on the uh, yeah. on the questions, Con? Yeah. Yeah. So, so we'll uh, we'll we'll round that up there. We've we've had a uh, Hodgie on there, the only cricketer to ever play at Anfield. Um, <laughs> I'm sure. But, not. But, but 
jokes aside, uh, really appreciate that, Hodge. Uh, top man. Uh, Enjoyed that, uh, yeah. That was good. Yeah, really appreciate it, mate. Thank you very much. And thanks, Gib. And hope, hopefully we can see you on another pod uh, straight after this one, maybe. People never understand why when you've only heard this part of me speaking on the podcast. <laughs> Everyone else has edited out. Everyone else has got. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll finish it there. Cheers, lads. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Well, that was Passing Groove. Many thanks to everyone who has listened if you got this far. We'll be back weekly with more episodes. In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. All the links will be in the description. Feel free to message us with any feedback or comments. Again, many thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Cheers.